Hey, hey everyone. Welcome to Home Energy Design. How to design a beautiful home and life and make sure it's energy aligned. I'm your host, Amanda Gates, and I'm an interior designer and feng shui practitioner. And these combined skills have made me a floor plan reading expert. Energy design is like astrology for your home and your life. And who doesn't want more of that? I believe in all things pretty. In fact, my team and I love the pretty. But what makes my firm different is that we can help you create designs that are also energy aligned to help you get the home and life you've always dreamed of. Are you ready? Let's do this. Hey, hey everyone, this is Amanda Gates and I'm so excited to share this podcast with you today. It's actually an interview that got done a couple of months ago in Baton Rouge. And instead of me doing the interview, I was the one that got interviewed. So I thought that that would be really fun to share with you, my audience, because I know that a lot of the questions that I get asked on these shows are often questions that everyone else has around feng shui. And because I'm so in the thick of this, study and I've been doing it for so long, I often forget the basics. So I thought that this would be a fantastic show to share with you so that you can hear some of their questions that they asked me. You likely have the same ones. And I do a floor plan reading at the end of the show, which is also super fun to hear and super fun to go through. I hope that I explained the floor plan well since you're listening to it, but I think the most important thing is that I'm talking about the top five disruptors, which you've heard me talk a lot about, but it's important. We're taught in my school, repetition is key. Also, before we dive in, uh, just a little bit of housekeeping. Uh, If you would like to learn more about feng shui, be sure to head on over to the YouTube channel. Just type in Amanda Gates. You'll see all kinds of really great Uh, fantastic feng shui videos and also we will be launching an online course this fall Uh, we haven't really come up with a title yet we know the outline I know what I'm teaching I think we're gonna call it mastering feng shui with confidence that's kind of where we're landing but I don't know we may change it I'm trying to come up with something that you know isn't gonna be intimidating and also really sounds fun and exciting and It's going to be geared a little bit more towards interior design so that you learn how to take tools that you use in interior design, like cool stuff, you know, chandeliers, uh, mirrors, you know, everyday decorating stuff, wallpaper, and how to turn it into a feng shui adjustment. So if you're a design enthusiast, an interior designer, an interior decorator, uh, a creative, this course will be for you. Now, whether we keep the title, I'm not sure. We've kind of gone back and forth, but um, hey, if you've got, you know, an idea of what it should be called, let us know. Reach out to us. You can find us at letschatatthegatescompany.com. You can email us there if you are interested in getting on the wait list for the course, or if you go over to our website, gatesinteriordesign.com, there is a button in the navigation all the way to the right-hand side called Energy Course. Click on that and you can sign up to be on the wait list. And I would encourage you, if you are interested in this course or taking this course, if you are on the wait list, you will be given opportunities for special discounts and additional goodies that the general public will not receive. Without a doubt, there will be a course coming out this fall, name or not. So 
All right, let's get started with the show. Are you ready? Let's do this. Welcome back to Saturday Style. This is Karen Profita. Happy to have you with us. And uh, hey, so, you you know, with some rain, you're spending more time inside. So uh, good time to look around and have our interior designer. We've got Rachel Cannon here with us. Good morning. And, hmm? I said good morning. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> I was like, did she just say Emily? I don't know. I'm, I think Correction. I'm too tired. Changed to, my name. Yeah, really. I was like, wow, she changes things. <laughs> keeping me on my toes and then we also have amanda gates with us amanda welcome good morning so happy to have you and uh and i was checking out everything you've got on twitter and beautiful just incredible design and you are from the nashville area yes i am wonderful hey y'all <laughs> <laughs> we speak that yeah. <laughs> yeah. i know i'm in it's like i'm in my own element here yeah i love it i love lots of pink i noticed on on your Tweet. So, uh, <laughs> is that uh, your signature color, or are Absolutely. we being seasonal? Okay, great. Absolutely, that's my thing. <laughs> <laughs> wonderful, wonderful. And and Rachel, I know that you really appreciate a lot of designers and yeah. follow them. And so, tell me a, a little bit from your perspective uh, on Amanda's work. Well, Amanda and I have been friends for four years now. We met at a design sort of conference that we attended. And what is so unique about Amanda is that she, in addition to being an interior designer, she is also a feng shui practitioner. And I have gotten, I feel like a masterclass in what feng shui actually is since she's been here. She got here Thursday. And um, I mean, it's so much more, it doesn't even really have anything to do with your furniture, which uh-huh. I found out. I, th- and I know a lot of people assume it's like place your, place your right. sofa here for the whatever. It's so much more than that. Like we've had deep discussions about the placement of the doors on my house and what they all represent. It's so it's really really interesting. Okay, Amanda, how did you get into this and and become a master of it? It's actually a really funny story. Uh, I was on my way to med school and uh, I met a boy and fell in love. And uh, so I ditched med school and then uh, we bought a house. It was the worst house in the best neighborhood. (laughs) And we took it back to the studs. It was disgusting. I mean, if you could imagine, you know, we we thought we got the dream because we got this terrible house, Um, but we took it back to the studs and it just, it felt, I could just feel it. It just didn't feel good. Uh And um, so I went to the bookstore and I was looking at all these interior design books, and I was like, if I could just make it more pretty. <laughs> uh-huh. If I could just make it more pretty. And this woman walked up to me and said, love, you don't need those books. You need that book. And it soon became my favorite F word, <laughs> feng shui. <laughs> I love it. So that's like, I opened up the book, and it was like the angels were singing, and like, hallelujah. And I was like, this is my jam. This is what I need to be doing. And so I dropped out of med school. Everything is okay. My mother is okay. <laughs> um, but that is how I, um, after that, I ditched med school, uh, applied to one of the most prestigious interior design programs, and it turned out that my space planning instructor was a feng shui master, and the rest is history. Okay. I think there's probably a whole lot of uh, misconceptions oh, out there. So uh, let's talk, first of all, I guess, give us the real definition and and so we understand it and then maybe we can attack some of these assumptions and uh one by one and what the 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 fantasy and the reality of it yeah it's funny uh rachel and i were talking about this last night and um you know there are definitely a lot of misconceptions when i ask people um 
what they think feng shui is, the number one answer is is that I move furniture. Mm-hmm. Um, the number two misconception is that it's all about clutter. Um, and so if you have clutter, that's bad feng shui. Um, and my favorite answer that I ever got was I was doing a course and I had everybody like shout out what they thought it was. And this guy in the back was like, dude, it's like Buddha sculptures and fountains like all over your house. <laughs> like really rad, like Asian decor. And I, I was like, <laughs> that is my favorite answer ever. <laughs> yeah, really. So um, there is a, there is that level of feng shui. Um, there's a lot of... Uh, different schools of feng shui Uh Um, and mine is much more um, like I said Rachel and I were talking about this last night and my level is is about creating a home the environment that feels like euphoria it's about really getting the vibe right in your home and looking at it at a much deeper level and I always say that your home is a third skin so it literally is a direct reflection of what's going on in your life Mm-hmm. So if you look at what's going on in your home, it's showing up in your life. It's that simple. So I don't know if that answers your question, but in, in a, a roundabout way, it's really just at the end of the day, it's about getting the vibe right in your home so that you feel happiness, peace, and true serenity. And like everything washes away. That's the whole point of it. Well, if it does reflect your life, my life's in big trouble. <laughs> <laughs> it's all fixable. <laughs> yeah. And and when you mentioned to you that people, some people said, well, it's about not having clutter. Um, if if this allows clutter, I'm in a good place. <laughs> that's just uh, way too easy. But that's if, so. I'm, I'm now. I'm curious though. The woman who pointed out the book to you had has this become someone in your life or was that just her passing moment and you never saw her again? Yeah, actually she was, um, her name was Marlene and she was until she passed away. Um, she actually taught metaphysics at the, she had a PhD in metaphysics and taught at the local college. I know. I mean, like, you know, I was going into medicine, so I have a very black and white view on things. And if there's ever a skeptic, it's me. Like, you know, I have to have proof of why things work or if they even do work. And if you tell me something, I'm not if you tell me that the sky is purple, great, but I'm going to find out for myself. Uh And so what I loved about Marlene is that um, she really taught me like, yeah, you don't need to see everything. Like um, she was actually the one that taught me about the visual spectrum. And she's like, if you look at the visual spectrum, it's about 100 miles wide, and what you can see is maybe a half mile. So there's a lot of stuff that you can't see, and you need to just, you know, accept that. And so she she was really the one that um, really brought to me the, the idea that feng shui is, is a really uh, important part of getting your life right and that people need to see it as a solution. And a lot of people look to external things, um, drugs, mm-hmm. food. Uh, shopping, all these external things, but rarely do people look at their home as a possible solution as to a way to help get their life right. And that's what feng shui does. Okay. So if that's not the best setup ever, y'all may have questions during this show. I'm going to keep giving the phone number. I know everybody likes to relax on Saturday, but I think this is such a unique opportunity. So 499-1073. Again, 499-1073 if you want to ask any questions during the show. And uh, also, before we go to break, since I've got Rachel here, it made me think. I also want to shout out to Rachel that I met at Sullivan's last week. And I always enjoy when I get to meet some of our listeners so um thanks so much and rachel 
pick up the phone and call if you've got a question. <laughs> 499-1073. We're going to take a break. Be right back with you. You're listening to Saturday Style Talk 107.3 FM. WBRP. Welcome back to Saturday Style. This is Karen Profita. Again, if you want to get in on our conversation, 499-1073. And I have never seen so many cameras <laughs> in the studio. I don't think this is good feng shui. I'm just saying. I'm not gonna... <laughs> oh, no, no, <laughs> you know, I mean, I, I definitely, I'm like, man, I should have really dressed for this. Who is showbiz today. <laughs> anyway, um, we've got Rachel Cannon in with us and Amanda Gates is her guest. So, Rachel, tell me, tell us more about the discussions, and and let me lead. Have you lead off our discussion? Well, since I'm gladly because I think um, I think even as receptive as I am to anything that's sort of design related, there is a stigma attached to things like feng shui because people think, oh, that's so that's so out there and that's so weird and that's mm-hmm. whatever. And just in talking to Amanda last night, it's really interesting because. Um, there's so if you're if you're a deep thinker if you're open to the ideas there's so much symbolism that mm-hmm. that is involved in all of this and I think that's what's so interesting to me is that we were talking about at my house your front door represents your voice and um, sort of the the voice to the world and what you're saying to the world and so it's just really interesting to me that like I don't know I, I think I probably eight months ago I told her last night I don't even think I was in a place to be receptive to this but I've had a year. I've had a year. And, uh-huh. and and so I think I'm just in a place now where I'm just really open to the idea that because in what we do, it's really important to us for our clients to feel like home is their sanctuary. And we're doing that through sort of focusing on the comforts of home. But she goes so much deeper and it's all, you know, the energy of the home. And, um, you know, if you're I think what was it you said the refrigerator represents your your personal altar. I, let me check your mic. I'm not. Let's see. Is that mic hot? Because it, it sounds really quiet when she's speaking. Okay. So your again, your refrigerator is. It's your personal altar. Your personal altar. So of course, the first thing I do last night is go home and open the refrigerator, and I'm like, ooh, <laughs> I'm like, this personal altar is bad. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, I'll take it. We've got somebody um, who is also calling in with a question. So let's go ahead. And again, if you have a question, four nine nine one zero seven three. Hi, Sheena. How are you? Good morning. Well, good afternoon now. Yes. <laughs> I've been ripping and running all day. I've lost track of time. Um, I was listening, um, and I've been reading a lot about feng shui. And one of the things is I purchased the home prior to me starting to read about feng shui. And one thing that I read was something about the doors, where the front door and the back door shouldn't be aligned. Um, is there any way I can break that up? I, I, I think they said something about like energy moving in and, and then moving back out if the doors are aligned. Um, is okay. there anything I could do about that? Yeah, Amanda. What? It... Absolutely. So thank you, Sheena, for calling in today. Um, you're you. absolutely right. Uh, a front door, back door alignment can actually uh, create a lot of chaos in a house. Um, it can create a divide down the middle of your home. So if you're in a relationship, it can affect that. Um, if you're trying to get pregnant, it can cause infertility um, and it can uh, make you accident prone. So, you know, that's fantastic that you are being proactive and trying to, you know, on a subconscious level, you probably feel these things. Um, so that's fantastic that you're open minded to it and that you're feeling it and that you're wanting to change it. So congratulations on that. Um, but yeah, one of the, the best things that you can do is if you can place a piece of furniture in the way to redirect the energy. 
um, that's fantastic. If it's a direct line and it's a, like a narrow hallway and furniture is just impossible, one of the best things that you can do is just get a faceted crystal and hang it from the ceiling, and it just helps slow things down. But the most okay. important thing to do that a lot of books never mention about adjustments in feng shui is the importance of ceremony. And so what is so important when you are proactive in this way to want to fix the feng shui and the energy of your home is to make sure that when you put any adjustments in your home that you're really visualizing what it's doing, what you hope to bring into your home as far as peace, love, um, contentment, those types of things, and just really putting faith and prayer behind it. Um, and that is what creates a sacred object. And that is what will change the energy in your home. Well, I can definitely put furniture to block it, but ceremony, I can do that. Thank you so much. Great. Thank you for calling, Gina. We appreciate it. And again, if you've got a question you'd like to ask, because I mean, again, this is a topic I think we've all heard of so much, and I've heard informal discussions. First time that um, I had the opportunity to talk to an expert. So 499-1073. Again, I want to say, Talk more about the front door again. That was that was so interesting what you were saying on that. So, so again, what does how does that work? What should we be looking for there, and and what do we do with it if we've got not quite right? So first and foremost, I want to say don't panic. I think that there's a lot of folklore and um, there's this idea that feng shui is superstition and that everything is bad. It's not all bad, uh, and everything can be fixed. So in, in my world, I, I, people always want to know, like, oh, my God, what should, like, I'm about to buy a new home or I have this existing home. What should I be focusing on? So I always talk about the top five disruptors. And the first disruptor is always your front door. So the reason why the front door is so, so important is it is called the mouth of your home. So imagine if your mouth isn't functioning correctly or it's blocked, like let's say you have a lot of stuff in the way and it Mm -hmm. hits that, you want to be able to have your mouth fully functioning. So if it can't function properly, energy, and if you look at it as a representation of your own mouth, you can't get nourishment. So that's where all energy enters your home and allows every area of your life to thrive. And I can't tell you how many times I see people. I met a woman in August who won a sauna and literally put it in her entryway and sealed it in with caulking. It's like, well, it was the only place it would fit, so I put it there. And she's like, but you know, ever since I put it there, like, my life's really been in the crapper. (laughs) And I'm like, I wonder why. So your front door is so, so important. And so if you're new to feng shui and you're new to this idea of looking at your home in this way, I always tell people, look at it this way. Start here. Mm -hmm. Clean your front door. Make sure that the hinges are working. Have beautiful hardware on it. um, And, you know, put beautiful plants around it. I just gave this one little tiny task to a client, and it completely changed her life. So it's worth doing an experiment. And I'll tell you, we've got another caller. Again, if you want to call, 499-1073. Hi, Mary. How are you? Hi, I'm so sorry. I'm actually uh, getting some stuff done to my car. But I do have a question. I am a veteran, and I've gone through um, bouts of uh, military sexual trauma and also uh, depression and anxiety. 
And I'm, I'm recently in the process of purchasing a home, and I've been trying to study the feng shui just to see what exactly I need to do um, just to make it a blessed place, you know? Okay. Mary, thanks for calling in. Um, that, for me, would be a little bit hard to answer because it's so broad. Um, I would need to know more specifics about the home that you purchase and as far as the floor plan goes. Um, but again, some of the most important things would be, I'll talk about the five disruptors, um, is your front door. So when you're looking at a home, you know, pay attention to the front door, how it works, what condition it's in. Is it easy to find? Um, you know, that's going to be something that's important. Looking at the overall shape and what the shape looks like. Um, and then once you start putting furniture in, you want to pay attention to um, what's called the command position. And command just means that you're able to always see the door. It's an evolutionary thing, so that's a, it's a comfort thing. So if you suffer from anxiety, that's going to be critical for you is to be able to have that so that it, it, you're not on high alert. Um, and it's the command position? Yeah. So if you place okay. your bed in a bedroom, you don't want to place it to where you cannot see the door. Or if you put an Absolutely. office. That wouldn't work for me. <laughs> mm -hmm. Well, and again, just like what we were talking about with Sheena, a lot of this is, you know, we sense it. On a subconscious level, we know this and, and we do things without realizing it. Um, oh. But that'll be important, you know, especially if you suffer from anxiety. And then also if you place a office in your home, you want to make sure that you set up your desk in a way that you can always see the door. So okay. that will help you know, create more peace and calm in your life and, and make you feel a lot more comfortable. Um, and then getting a little bit more complex, paying attention to the, where the bathrooms are located. Rachel and I were actually talking about this last night with um, paying attention to drains and things like that. And, and that's, that's important for energy because that can flush down. So I would just, as you're searching for a home, the number one thing that I always tell people is to just slow down and feel how the home feels because it'll hit you in the gut. You, you know, we, we as a culture tend to not pay attention to our intuition and it is a guiding light. Pay attention because if it feels right, it's going to be a great place to start. Okay. okay, okay. Hi, thank you so much. I mean, that's a start. And those are key things that I could definitely, you know, use in my endeavor. Right. I appreciate it. Thank Be you for best, so much for taking the call. Sure. Best wishes to you, Mary. Thank you for listening. Uh, and if you've got a question, 499-1073. In fact, we're going to take a commercial break here. So, again, good time for you to dial in, 499-1073. Again, great opportunity to ask questions, have an expert on feng shui, which you, how many times do you get to ask those questions? So uh, we'll be right back. You're listening to Saturday Style, Talk 107.3 FM, WBRP. Radio for shopaholics, especially the ones that don't want to recover. Saturday Style with Karen Profita on Talk 107.3 FM. Gets out of here. Anyway, um, we have got Rachel Cannon here, and we've been also talking with Amanda Gates, who is an expert on feng shui. And if you have a question, again, please join in our discussion. We've loved having you all call in, 499-1073. Again, it's 499-1073. Okay, so we were going through the five. Amanda, let's... we. We had started with front door and... Yeah, so top five disruptors are uh, 
front door, shape of your home, bathrooms, taking command, which is just mm-hmm. paying attention to your bed, desk, and stove. And then there's this idea that's called a knife edge. So if you're looking at um, the way that a corner is, like a wall, that's what creates a point. And so you have to look at everything as the way that energy is flowing through your home. And so if you have a point, let's say your bed, um, I actually just did a bedroom a couple of weeks ago where the two closets were projecting out and those knife edges were directed towards the bed. And that can affect your health. Um, In that situation, she was having a lot of leg problems. So those are the the top five things that I always tell people to start with because I feel like those Mm -hmm. are easy, manageable things to take a look at and experiment with and have some fun with it Mm -hmm. and and really get into this idea of what energy is and how it truly does affect your life. Mm -hmm. Very. Okay. So um, what was your number two item on the list too you had gotten? So front door. Shape of your home. Okay, shape of your home. Let's talk about shape then. So shape gets a little bit complicated, but um, the ideal shape of a home is either rectangular or square. That's everything's like literally in a nice complete box. And so when it gets outside of that, there are basically energy centers in your home that represent uh, nine major life areas, the things that really have importance to us. Mm-hmm. And so depending on the shape of your home, you may be missing an energy center in your life. And so that could be a possible area where you're struggling. And so when I have a, a potential client come to me and they're saying, oh God, I just, money comes in and goes right back out. That's going to be the first thing that I look at is the shape of their home to see if they're missing that energy center. Okay. So bring that together for me because that's again <laughs> I know one of those I, concepts where I'm like okay because as you're talking about it I can you know like when I see some of these roundhouses it, it makes me uncomfortable just <laughs> looking at them. I'm like okay I couldn't do that you know and uh, I don't know why but it's just rings that way with me I don't feel that peace but um okay so money going in and out because there's a lot of problems with that I'm thinking maybe we all need a little different shape going here <laughs> Well, I mean, it's it's much more than that. And, right. and I apologize if I'm overcomplicating. Oh, no, no. So if you're listening to the show today and, and you're confused, just call in. I, I've been doing this for over 20 years. And so uh, Rachel and I were actually talking about this last night where, um, you know, me reining it back in and, and starting back at the uh, at the beginning. So this is great because it helps me get a better understanding of where Amanda needs to pull it back in and <laughs> make sense of it all. But, uh, yeah, so shape can be really important. Um, and it's really my job to be able to help someone with that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it, it, it's more about you being aware and open-minded to the, to the idea of wanting to get the energy right in your home and then working with someone like me to help you get it right. Um, but, again, one of the best things that you can do is start with your front door. It's one of the easiest things to do. I've given that assignment to many clients. Um, I actually just gave it to a graphic designer, and she was attracting a lot of really bad clients. Um, And I said, let's just start with your front door. And she was like, are you kidding me? This is too easy. Like, this is not going to do a darn thing. And I actually just talked to her before I came down to Baton Rouge, and she said, oh, my God. Like, seriously, this (laughs) was so easy <laughs> like seriously like she's gotten some of the best clients they've had all the bad ones go away 
Um, and people are calling her and saying, I think I have, I think I owe you money. I think I need to pay you. And she's like, well, we weren't going to send an invoice out till Friday, but if you want to go ahead and, and she's like, y'all, seriously, it was that easy. So I think as a culture, we want to overcomplicate things and, and make it, you know, much more than it needs to be. And we can certainly make it complicated, but, um, mm -hmm. you know, it, it, it's really about just paying attention to your house and what's showing up because she's talking to you. And if you pay attention, she'll give you all sorts of really fantastic information. Fascinating. Okay. If you've got a question, 499-1073. All right, Rachel. So what, what takeaways have you had that you're going to oh, start we haven't even started. Are you kidding me? Like <laughs> we've barely scratched the surface. And that's, I think that's the thing that's so amazing about this is that she, we have, we have had this ongoing conversation about, and it's honestly, there are a lot of overlaps with interior design and feng shui in terms of people want to go grab a book at Barnes and Noble and then be like, I'm an interior designer right. or I'm a feng shui expert because I read this book. And it's interesting because even now I'm like, well, we're going to introduce you as the feng shui expert. And she's like, no, 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 no. I don't, I really don't want the term expert. And I'm like, well, you are. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. she's like, no, because I'm still studying and I'm still learning. And I'm like, but I mean, after 20 years, I'm, right. I think, I mean, you've earned the right to call yourself an expert, but I think there's just, it's just so, it's so much more than what I thought because I think, I think my only, I think my only sort of brush against feng shui was that I feel like at one point I heard something about a mirror in your foyer mm -hmm. or not, or having a mirror in your foyer or not having a mirror in your foyer or if you open the front door and a mirror reflect like something, I don't know. And um, that was literally it. Like that was all. And right. so it's just so interesting to me because especially we live in the Bible belt and a lot of what she and I were discussing yesterday, the ceremony of feng shui, I think that's the most important thing is that feng shui is a ceremony. It's not an idea. Mm -hmm. It's something more than that. And um, I know lots and lots. I have lots of friends who are business owners, friends who buy new homes. And the first thing they do is go and pray over their home or their office and they pray for God to bless it and make it a happy home or they pray for their office and their business to be mm -hmm. successful. And I mean, people even go so far as to like anoint the doorways with oil and right. or I know of people who get prayer cloths that are anointed with oil, oil and they'll take them to people who are sick. And I mean, there is something about the ritual and the symbolism of your faith and right. sort of giving it something tangible, I guess. Mm -hmm. And um, I think that's the thing that that's been the most interesting to me. So it's it's funny because obviously I I kind of get my, my feathers ruffled when people are like, oh, I read this book on interior design and now I do it. And yeah. I'm like, Psh, yeah, right. And I can't even imagine what she must feel when people are like, <laughs> she says, I also practice feng shui. And they're like, I read a book on that. Oh, my God. It's like my passion. Like, yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. It's my life thing. Yep. No, no. <laughs> like, it's so much more than that. So I, I, I don't know. I think it's just. You obviously you have to have an open mind to it, and, and that was another conversation mm -hmm. that we had yesterday. Just the fact that, like, it's not, it, it's not necessarily that she wouldn't take a client who, you know, was doubtful. But that's not really her client. Her client is open to the process because if you're not open to it, it's you don't have faith. Right. And if you don't have faith, then nothing is gonna fr come to fruition. Um, well, that's the basic tenets of. Christianity, quite frankly. I mean, if you believe and you pray mm -hmm. and you have faith, then your prayers will be answered. So I don't know. I just think it's, there's a lot of overlaps and I think that kind of helped to demystify it for me, especially. Uh -huh. um, I don't know. It just, it's, I have just, I've really, I've really found it very interesting. That's, I, I mean, it is, it's, 
like you said, all of us have heard little bits and pieces. Yeah. And, you know, I think most of us have maybe one or two rules. And we think that, okay, yes. I know that. And I guess that's what it's all about. <laughs> you know, which direction your bed is facing and, um, you know, how it's. Uh, and how much do north, south, east, and west come into it? Because, again, that was something that I always associated it with. My school of, of practice is actually not directional. Mm-hmm. Um, my uh, professor, Lin Yan, is the one that brought, uh, I study BTB, which is, uh, he brought that over to uh, the states. And um, he always said, don't be prisoner to uh, direction because direction leads to weakness. And so that ties into this idea of command. And so based on directional feng shui, you may be told based on uh, your birth date that you need to be facing east, but now you can't see the door. So you've now been placed in a weak spot and that can affect your adrenals and your overall health and and whatnot. So we actually, um, our school is actually, it has a lot of common sense to it. Um, and it, it has a lot of this idea of safety, protection, peace, serenity. It's all the stuff that we want in life to really achieve euphoria. Mm-hmm. And it does exist. And it is possible if you're open to it. Very interesting. And the whole command piece, fill that out for me more. I, I found that very interesting when we had the caller and it, that made a lot of sense to me. But um, it, it sounds like command is a much broader concept than just being able to see the door from where you are? Well, I can certainly overcomplicate anything. <laughs> I'm an expert at that. Um, but no, it, it's actually quite simple. Uh, there are three areas in your home that are the most important. And so it's the bed, desk, and stove. When we're looking at the three, as far as the bed goes, the reason why you want to have command is you want to be able to see the door. It's evolution. Mm-hmm. You're sleeping. Mm-hmm. So if a tiger is going to attack you, <laughs> right, you want right. to see him coming. Um, obviously we don't have tigers attacking us anymore, but it's in our DNA. Mm -hmm. Um, and then our desk is the same thing. You know, I see this again and again where people are like, but I want to, I want to look out the window. I want to, I want to sit in my window and I want to look at the trees and the birds. Well, that's fantastic. But, um, your adrenals are are firing off fight or flight, fight or flight. Uh, and it's danger. Mm -hmm. And so it affects you and, and it means that you can't see opportunity coming your way. Uh, you can experience a lack of creativity. There's all kinds of things that can go with that. Um, and I've experienced it with a lot of clients where, you know, it's literally if you turn your desk around, you turn things around in your life. And the stove is all about uh, your resources. So bathrooms are expenses and your stove is resources. There's a lot of uh, sinu- uh, uh, this idea of where they think that the stove is where your uh, money comes from and finances because it feeds you. Mm-hmm. So that's a representation of wealth. And so if you are fearful of your stove, you know, you're sitting there, it, that too, you drive that into your food. It's energy. Okay. All right. We've got to take a quick break. Just fascinating. I've got so many thoughts running through my head from this. <laughs> I can say I'm sure these have been good discussions. We're going to take a quick break. Be right back with you. You're listening to Saturday Style. Talk 107.3 FM WBRP. Okay, so uh, we have also got Amanda Gates with us, and um, and we have been talking about feng shui and how that works, and uh, and you ladies brought in a floor plan, and um, how, where do you want to take well, this? I, I'm going to take a back seat to this because this is <laughs> I look at a floor plan in a completely different way than she does, but we brought one because she does do this on her own Facebook uh, page, which is Gates Interior Design on Facebook. 
So she does these live readings, and basically people can email their floor plans to her, and then she'll discuss it with her audience on Facebook. And so we thought it would be fun to do this today. Yeah, so I guess I'll take it from here. I'll try not to talk too long, so let me know if we yeah. <laughs> When break, I start so. giving you signals, we're getting to the end. <laughs> That's all you all you need to know. So uh, since we're on the radio today, what I'll do is just kind of describe this floor plan as far as, um, if you can imagine, it's, it's in the shape of an L. And so the first thing that I always look at, which we've been talking about this morning or this afternoon, is the front door. And this particular home has two front doors, which I've actually never seen before, um, but we're looking at the shape of a, an L. And so what I do, the first thing uh, is take a look at a floor plan and just see where everything is uh, laid out. And so we've discussed those top five disruptors. And so that's the first thing that I'll look for is to see where those are located. And when I'm looking at a floor plan, the floor plan has what are called energy centers. And so I, I won't dive into the energy centers because that could be a whole entire show on its own. But what that allows me to see when I'm looking at a floor plan is just to see what is showing up in a person's life. And so in this particular floor plan, I know that the homeowner is looking for love. Uh, They want to uh, settle down, maybe have some kids, um, and also would like to have more fun. And so based on what I'm seeing in this floor plan, I can see um, that she probably wants a little bit more clarity in her life um, and uh, insight, and she's lacking that. And I I can also see in her floor plan that she's lacking intimacy. Um, And I should mention that all of this can be fixed, so there's no reason to uh, panic when I see these things. But one of the areas in the the back of her home um, is an empty room, and that particular room, when we're talking about those energy centers, is represented by fire. And when we're talking about feng shui, we use this uh, divination tool. It's called the I Ching. And um, based on uh, this philosophy, fire is all about intimacy. And so because she doesn't have any furnishings or anything in this room, her intimacy is lacking. In addition to that, uh, I also found out that she doesn't always sleep in the master bedroom. A lot of times she will sleep in the guest room. And so from a feng shui standpoint, that to me represents that she is abandoning a partnership or abandoning relationships. And the reason why that is showing up is because where her master bath or where her master bath and master bedroom show up is the energy center known for relationships and partnership. So the fact that she is not wanting to sleep in that room or stay in that room indicates to me that she is abandoning the idea of wanting to have a relationship. And you combine that with the fact that her energy center for fire, which is intimacy, is empty. That means that that is not showing up in her life. Um, And that area can also uh, lead to judgment and clarity in her life. So she also is lacking that, like not knowing what to do or why she wants that in her life or why it's not showing up for her. Um, Another thing that I see is that um, where her formal dining room is located um, in this area, this is actually, uh, when we look at dining rooms, that's all about our friendships and the people that we have in our life and our support system. And it's the way that her floor plan is, is the dining room is the only space that's kind of hanging out off of her floor plan. 
it's it's basically when we're looking at this L-shaped house, the dining room is it's a project, projection from the front of her house. It's just kind of hanging out there. And so if this represents our friends, pleasure, having a good time and fun, it's kind of hanging out there in the wind like it doesn't matter. And so that can affect the relationships that she has in her life uh, as far as friendships, community, gathering, and having meaningful friendships in her life and, and people who will stay. So that would be something that I would bring up to her. And then the idea that she has two front doors, one of the front doors actually does not work. It's actually closed. So that's something that I would want to work with her on because, again, what we talked about earlier in the show is that our front door is, well, one, doors are voices. Mm-hmm. So, and if it's our mouth, that means it's, it's essentially like our, our mouth is wired shut. So how can you be nourished if your mouth is wired shut? And if it's a voice, that means that your voice is not being heard. And because it's a front door, it's your voice to the world. So, and because she has two, that means that, well, we may listen to her, but we may not. Like, it's the, it's this juxtaposition. So, based on what I'm seeing in this floor plan, those are some areas that I would start with her um, and start working on those areas. You know, my, my partner always says small piles, you know, uh-huh. small piles, one thing at a time. So, those are some things that I would start with her to start shifting the energy in her home, to start shifting it in a new direction to start making those life changes um, so that she starts feeling euphoric in her environment. Very interesting. Isn't that cool? That is so amazing. Yeah. I mean, it's, um, it's, I'm going. So, I mean, planning. how often when you read plans, do you know ahead of time, like you said, for example, on this one, she sometimes sleeps in the master bedroom. Sometimes she sleeps in the guest bedroom. Would you have picked up on all of that if you hadn't known that about her or, no, that's a specific detail a specific that I would need okay. to uh, know from the homeowner. However, um, a lot of times I can see a lot of things in a floor plan. Like there might be, I just read a floor plan a couple of weeks ago where the, the gal was also uh, struggling with relationships. Um, and I could see that her energy center for partnerships uh, was missing and that she also had knowledge uh, in her energy. One of her energy centers was knowledge that she was missing. And so that I knew that she wasn't holding on to a partnership, uh, couldn't hold on to a partnership, possibly was dealing with a divorce, but didn't, you know, have the energy or the clarity to know what to do about it. And she was like, oh my God, nailed it. Like, <laughs> so things like that I can see, but it's the specifics where um, what I can do is sit down with a homeowner and say, okay, so here's what I'm seeing. What's What are some things that are showing up? And I try not to get too many details because I don't want them to be like, well, you're saying that because I told you. Yeah. Yeah. So I try to do as much as I can ahead of time so that they can see this is real. This is really what's showing up. This is what I'm seeing. And then as the story starts to unfold, then we can really start to pinpoint and narrow in, okay, here's our game plan. And then the, the, at that point, the more information you give me, the more I can help you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But people don't always want to tell me everything either. So sometimes I've got to be a detective mm-hmm. and go in there. Yeah, very interesting. And and let's be sure people know how to find you, your site, and so they can also, if they want to get a little more information on what you're doing. Yeah, so Rachel mentioned earlier my Facebook page. That's a great place to start. And then you can also go to Gates interiordesign.com and I am all over the internet like <laughs> I am not hard to find Google Amanda Gates I will pop up and, just, <laughs> and they just launched a new podcast too oh that's oh, great 
Thank you, Rachel. You're very welcome. Man, she is my advocate. I'm yeah, our, <laughs> we've actually had a podcast since 2011, but we are uh, we just launched on Friday a new one. Well, we've only got a few minutes left, but I am wondering. So, I mean, are there house floor plans then that no matter who lives in it, what's going on with their life, it's it's going to be flawed until some changes happen to it or if they don't properly, I guess, um, place things within it? Here's the thing. There is no such thing as a perfect floor plan, even with my knowledge. I mean, if I and as an interior designer, I can't go into an architect and build a perfect home. It does not exist. So the best thing is to be proactive and work with someone like me to get the energy right. And the thing is, is that what you don't realize is you attract the details. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, I, I did a floor plan where I could see that the woman had been molested. And she's like, how the heck did you know that? It's in your floor plan. There's a lot that shows up in your floor plan. And um, until you get that energy cleared, you're going to continue to attract it. All right. Very interesting, Rachel. <laughs> you always bring great guests with you. Thanks. And uh, Rachel, we've we've just got a minute left, but let's tell people how to find you too. RachelCannonLimited.com. Have a great and safe weekend. We'll talk to you next week. You've been listening to Saturday Style, Talk 107.3 FM, WBRP. So there you have it. I thought it would be super fun to share an interview on the podcast where I was the one being interviewed rather than the other way around. I feel like a lot of times when I do these types of shows, they always ask really good questions and bring up really good points. And they're usually not ones that I think of. So I hope that you've enjoyed it. If you are interested in learning more about how you can learn to read floor plans like this, I will be launching an online course at the end of this year, probably around September or October. You can go to the Gates Interior Design website and in the navigation uh, bar at the top, all the way to the right, there is a button called Energy Course. You can go there and sign up to be on the wait list. Space is limited. I'm not going to be taking on that many students. So if you're interested in that, be sure to get on the wait list so that you can be, you'll be, if you are on the wait list, you will get um, the opportunity to sign up for the course before it goes public. All right, everyone. I hope you enjoyed this. My name is Amanda Gates, and you have just listened to the Home Energy Design Podcast. If you'd like to hear or watch more floor plan readings, you can head on over to the YouTube channel. I have several more over there, all kinds of things around feng shui and how to do it, feng shui on a dime, feng shui and anxiety. I mean, you name it, it can be feng shui and it's probably on the YouTube channel. If you're interested in getting your floor plan read by me, just reach out to us at letschat at thegatescompany.com. And my project manager, Deborah, will be sure to get you all of the information to get you started. All right, everyone, trust the vibe, because the energy never lies.